Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. Then Moses and Aaron fell face down on the ground before the whole community of Israel. Two of the men who had exploited the land, Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, tore their clothing. They said to all the people of Israel, the land we traveled through and explored is a wonderful land. The guys still say it's a criminal land. It's a crazy land. But they said it's a wonderful land. And if the Lord is pleased with us, he will bring us safely into that land and give it to us. It is a rich land flowing with milk and honey. So, Caleb and Joshua, they decided only to steal the milk and honey. They decided to see what God's word said, not what trouble was around. (laughs) The reason why troubles overcome you is because you see the trouble and not the word of God concerning it. Count it for joy! Because your faith must be shaking. Alright, go on. Do not rebel against the Lord and don't be afraid of the people of the land. They are only helpless. Pray to us. They have no protection, of course. If you have no God, you have no protection. But the Lord is with us. Say, the Lord is with us. The Lord is with us. Say, the Lord is with me. The Lord is in me. The Godhead is in me. The Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. Yeah. He said, don't be afraid of them. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. See, there is a place to look in the face of trouble. But you don't look there. You like trouble. You like looking at trouble. You are in the trouble. Don't look at the trouble. Do you know what I want to tell you? Sometimes you go to for prayer meeting. They said the devil has taken your thing. You are praying, chasing him. Who took it? He did. Bring it back. You, you didn't catch it. Look, there are some prayers they make us pray in church. Eh? It makes you feel like you are working. It's like you are chasing the devil. I'm the son of the king. He came for my shoe. I need two shoes. Yeah. Kenneth Hagen, when he started ministry, he only had one trouser. Before he goes for service, he must wash and put it there. Huh? 
One day he washed and hung it on the line. A thief came to take the trousers away. When he had about 40 minutes to go to church, then he said, Lord, you make him uncomfortable until he brings my trousers. After 10 minutes, the guy ran and said, Sir, your trousers. You two, they taught you. Every devil follow. Because there's scripture that says that pursue, overtake, and how many times do you see that scripture? Once. Once. The things you see once, they are the things you do more. Yeah. Jesus spoke to a devil. He said, what is your name? Once. Yet, what's your name? What's your name? Once. The donkey spoke once. We don't hear from animals. I'm telling you. You have things that you feel the devil has taken. Every day you are praying chasing him. You see, you haven't known who you are yet. You don't read the word of God, so you don't get it. You see, you read things like this, you catch the revelation. Say, you devil, you bring back this. And for the, for the, for the, for the inconvenience, make it too. Restitution. Oh, I'm, I'm not joking. Restitution. All right, let's go on. Don't be afraid of them. Don't be afraid of them. I said what? Why? The Lord is with us. The Lord is with us. Now go to Hebrews chapter 4 verse 1. The Lord is with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. He prepared a table before me in the presence, not in the absence, in the presence, in the presence. In the, if you, all your enemies die, how can they watch your, you enjoy and celebrate? Every day die, every day die, die. They must be there seeing you enjoy. What they thought they would stop. What they thought you couldn't do. Don't allow this in your mouth. You are nobody without God. Don't let pride cause your mouth to say things. See, I don't know in the next moment what God had planned for you already in heaven. That's how I can't say anything bad or I can't wish you evil. Because you shock me. If I'm not, not you, what God has planned for you will shock me. But the next time I say, I'll be like, huh? That's why love is important. When I love you with the love of God, I don't wish you evil. The Bible says that when you fall, love does not rejoice when people fall or when they make, no, love does not rejoice. Why? Because one day you will come out. One day. Look at the madman of Gadara. He was in a cave filled with evil spirits. Nobody knew he would be an evangelist. But when Jesus came, Jesus gave him an order. He said, go and tell everybody this. The madman became an evangelist of a whole town. You would have written him off. Don't write anybody off. Who are you? Who wrote you off? In fact, what power do you have to write people off? Writing them off to where? It's only in your head. It's a mirage. 
So when they say you will not arrive, you laugh. But unfortunately, those words, you make them land. You made them land. Because you haven't believed God's word yet. When you start taking God's word seriously, you will never take any human word. Let them say what they will say. Yeah. The reason why you respond to that one is because you, you don't have anywhere you are going. If I know where I'm going, do you think what you are saying is what? But the point is you too. You you have nowhere going. So when they say it, then what they say becomes what you lean on to. He said, I'm not going anywhere. I keep saying, when somebody speaks such of you, the next time they see you, they, sh- they, they should see you moving forward. They should never meet you where they saw you. Huh? Let me tell you something. The fact that you're a Christian does not mean life will treat you differently. In fact, life on earth naturally will, will go against you. Because Jesus said it by himself. He said, you are not of the world now. The world won't love you. He said, the world, he said it, the world will hate you. So why are you crying if things... Is that the world? They didn't say people. So it means everything. Systems, economy, everything. I saw, I saw on, on, on social media, they are about to increase transport. The world doesn't like you. Are they going to increase your salary 60%? Your cost has gone up 60 Still, you are still depending on the world. The world that doesn't like you. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 3, Paul, he said that from verse 1, he said, now that you are born again, now that you have been raised up with Christ, now that you are a new man, set your affections on things above. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ seated on the right hand of God. But we don't do that. You come to church small, you spend all the time in the world thinking the world is where you will get things from. It don't miss tomorrow. If I share tomorrow's message to you, it will blow you. It will change your mind. They think when we go to church plenty, we are wasting time. You are helping yourself. In the office, you don't... Is that where you see Christ? In your office, you see your MD. You see your boss. You see company values. Integrity, honor... Mission and vision. That's what you see. No Christ there. Even when you're talking about Christ, they'll say, hey, you don't use our time for Christ. Correct? This is where we talk about Christ. We help you set your affection on things above. Yet, church becomes the last place to go to. He said, where Christ, he's telling you, where Christ is seated on the right hand of God. Look at the next one. He said, what? Set what? Where? Not on things. God is telling you, set your affections. Do you know why you speak negatively? Because your, your, your affection is, in, is not, is not in, in things above. When your affection is on things above, you talk things above. Yeah. Then he said, for ye are dead and your life is hid. With Christ in God. He's showing you who you are. This is who you are. Say you are dead. And your life is hid. With Christ in God. You are in God. You are in God. That is where you are. You are in God. 
Verse 4. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then ye also appear with him in glory. Yeah. You, you are worried because worry is a thing of the earth. It's not from heaven. Okay. Now, I'm talking to you about what? The rest of God by faith. Okay. So, Hebrews 4. God's promise of entering into his rest still stands. God's promise of entering into his rest still stands. What is he talking about? This is what we read. He promised them Canaan, the land flowing with milk and honey. But because of their rebellious nature, that land, God took his rest out of it. Now, let's do a bit of Bible study here. Look at whose who's rest he's talking about. He said, God's promise of entering his, his rest, God's rest. So, God has his rest. You see the rest here? That's the same name for Noah in Hebrew. But I told you, Noah was still not resting until he entered into the boat. Right? Exactly. Rest has no rest until in Christ. Or until in God. The, the Greek word for the rest here is kataposis. Kataposis. K-A-T-A-P-O-U-S-I-S. Kataposis. Which means a dwelling place of rest. That means God dwells in a place of rest. It means rest from works. Rest from works. So God is saying that there is a promise of entering into a place where you stop from the works, from your works. You rest. 99.9% of Christians have not entered here. They are not resting. So he said, so we ought to tremble with fear that some of you might fail to what? Experience. So the rest of God, God's rest must be experienced. God's rest must be experienced. Now, when you become born again, let me just take you on a journey. When you become born again, the first thing that happens to you is that you receive what we call the peace with God. Peace with God. Now, this peace is the peace that the blood of Jesus brings to us. Okay? And it's, we, are, we were once upon a time enemies of God. Okay? There was no peace between us. Romans 5 verse 1. But the Bible says that when we became born again, we have peace with God. He said, therefore being justified by what? Faith. By what? Being justified by faith, we have peace with God. Not peace of God. Peace with God. Are you listening? Yes, sir. Now, so this is the first thing that happens to you, between you and God. Then there's a second one called the peace of God. The peace of God comes to you when you embark in a process. Philippians 4. So that when I tell you about the rest of God, you will understand. So there's the peace with God. 
peace of God. Peace of God is different from peace with God. The peace of God means God's own peace is what he gives. Peace with God is now you have become a child. Now you have access. So you can be a child of God and still not have peace. So God himself has, his, has peace. His own peace is what he puts on you. He gives you. He said, be careful for nothing. I, I want to show you how the peace of God comes. He said, be careful for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. But what? In everything, by prayer, supplication, thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God. So what brings the peace of God? Prayer, supplications, thanksgiving. When you do this over and over, over and over, the peace of God now comes to you. So the first one, we receive Jesus into our heart and we receive the peace with God. After you have received Jesus and have the peace with God, you now need to walk in a lifestyle of prayer, supplications, thanksgiving. The word thanksgiving is two words. You are thanking because you have been given. Okay? Nobody thanks anybody who has not been given anything. So you have been given, so you thank. <laughs> it's another kind of prayer. So thanksgiving. Okay, once you do this every day, the Bible says then God's own peace, called the peace of God, will now come upon you. Now, this peace, when it comes to you, look at what it does to you. That peace, it passeth all understanding. Can I see TPT? And God's, look at it, God's peace. God's peace, God's personal peace <laughs> shall be yours. Now, that tranquil state of your soul assured of its salvation through Christ and so fearing nothing from God and being content with its earthly lot of whatever sort that is that peace you didn't hear that you don't have money you don't have this you don't have that and you are complaining and you are, do you know what you don't have the peace of God I don't have children. I'm not married. Things are not going well. My business, my wife. Once you begin to behave like that, you don't have the peace of God. It's a sign. Do you know, there's something called the inner tranquility. The peace within. It's like a stability in the midst of trials. In the midst of storm. Uh The opposite of, of, of peace does not mean the absence of storm. It is true for earthly peace. Because Jesus said, he said, my peace I give. Not the peace of this world. So there's a peace of this world. That one, absence of storm is that one. But the peace of God, in the midst of storm, it works. Are you getting it? How does it come? Prayer. Let's pray. You won't pray. Let's supplicate you. Let's give thanks. Even in church, say lift up your voice. Let's give thanks to God. You won't do. You think you are doing the pastor a favor? No. Or the praise and worship leader a favor? No. You are actually stimulating something called the peace of God. Maybe you are about to enter into a phase of your life. A storm. Jesus was sleeping in the boat. Remember? That's what we call the tranquility of the heart. Peace, Irene. This one is called Irene. 
peace is part of the fruit of the spirit. Now look at it again. And God's peace shall be yours. Shall be yours. This one I can't say to receive. It doesn't come by receive. It comes by the previous verse. Let's pray you are not praying. Pray you are sleeping. Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. First of all, don't have any anxiety about anything. But in every circumstance, every, in every circumstance, and in everything, by prayer and petition, definite request. Look, you have time for wrong things. There are things, things like this, you must stay. Write them down. Okay, what does it mean? What does, write them down and see the flow and the process. And learn it. He's telling you, these are the conditions, this is the key. <laughs> First of all, he said, don't be anxious about anything. It doesn't mean the thing is not there. The thing is showing up. But God says, don't be anxious about it. It's like your landlord says you are living in three years, in three, week, in three weeks' time. You become anxious, right? You even come to church because you move around looking for a house. Going to ask somebody if you can get some money. Huh? You are anxious. God says, don't be anxious. Come to church. You think if you come to church, you cannot get. But when you went, did you get? Sometimes the way. Hey. Mama, 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 mama. He said, but in every circumstance, so whichever, whether bad or good, whichever circumstances, the Bible says, pray. And in everything, pray. By prayer and petition. Now, when it comes to the petition, he said, let it be definite request. Definite request. <laughs> then he said, comma, with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. In other words, you know the problem is there, but take your mind off. Make definite requests in prayer, in supplications, in petitions. The more you pray, look at the more the thing abound. Don't look at it. God said, don't be anxious. He said, keep praying, keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. What will happen to you? The first thing that will happen to you is that his peace, his own personal peace will come and overwhelm you. It will come to you. He said, it will become yours. Hey, God's peace will become mine. Oh. God's personal peace. Just like his personal armor. Just like his personal Holy Spirit. Just like his personal everlasting life. He said, it, can, it will become yours. Now, he explains God's peace. This is God's peace. That tranquil state of a soul assured of its salvation through Christ. So, you know, God assures you, you are born again. You are righteous. You are the blessed. You stand. You see, that thing will, will cause you to stand. So, in the midst of it, you laugh at the storm. Because you are not looking here. You are looking inside. That's why you, you must be taught who you are in Christ. Gospel, the righteousness. He said, and so fearing nothing from God and being content. Being what? Content. With its earthly lot. 
all the lots, all the crazy stuff. The Bible says you are content. That's what the peace of God. You are not content. You are you can tell I'm looking for too much money. You are not content. You don't have the peace of God. You don't have the peace of God. You don't. You don't. One of the signs you have the peace of God is that you are content. You are always worried. Hmm. Hmm. Then you get some hundred cities. You are still not content. Then you get some thousand. You are still not content. You are always moving around chasing. Are you, are, do you know you are a prince? Okay. You see, that's another thing I'll talk about tomorrow. God is your father. You say it. But in terms of reality, it's, you, you are too separate. Do you think Prince Charles and Prince Williams, do you think they are conscious of the fact that they are children of the queen every day? Yes! When they step out even of the house, they know who they are. You. You walk around and you don't know who you are. You think you are the son of I'm telling you, you live and, and royalty is not in your head. Yet, your father is a king. God is a king, your father. But it is too far for you. The reality is too far. It is only in your mouth. He's a king, king of kings, lord of lords, you are worthy. King is in your mouth, but experience wise, he's too far. When it comes to you, it's your life. So, you know what? The wind, the stars, the sun, the trees, they see you as an individual or a prince who does not know himself. The Bible says, creation is waiting for the manifestations of what? The sons of God, not sons of Atta. The sons of God. Yet you walk by not knowing whose son you are. So poverty does not know. It doesn't respect you. Imagine you see the president's son dressed, tattered, and playing with some boys there. You play, you kick him down, right? Because of the way he looks like. But if he comes in a way and he knows who he is, because he will even dress according to who he is. Listen to me, I'm telling you. 90% of Christians, I'm speaking by the spirit, 90% of Christians, they know God as a king, but they don't know he's our father, the king. And so we are prince. And so we don't act as children of a king. You think they don't increase taxes in, in the UK? They do. The prince is also there. Do they complain? Because no. their father's money is their money. Ah. When the prince was getting married to that black American woman, look at the wedding. The wealth alone, like the confidence, Charlie, you know. Did you watch it? The whole world was watching. The whole world was watching. This is a son of an earthly king or queen. You the son, the daughter, the prince and the princess of the heavenly king. Yet creation does not know you. Because you yourself don't know yourself. How can creation know you? You watch that 
movie, Eddie Murphy, when he put down his princely whatever, they treated him like anything. But the day they found out that he was, they started bowing. The day the world, money, even money, finds out that you are the son of the king, creation will respond to you differently. May you receive consciousness. Don't miss tomorrow. We'll get into this deeper. Are you with me? Let me finish this one for you. Look, the endless expectation of creature waited for the manifestations of the sons of God. But they don't know. Immediately you live here and you get out there, you think you are yourself. You think I'm by myself. I'm doing things alone. Hey! The way you are entering your office in the morning, the automatic door will open. This, that, that's how royalty is. Now that you are conscious, doors are opening. You see, there are two kinds of thinking. There is a way to think that you need to pray and push for a door to open. That's not how I think. Oh. I'm the son of a king. Before I get there, the door must open. You see, royalty don't wait. That's how I come on the road. Their car does not join, do not join traffic. Royalty, we don't wait. And I'm entering into a bank. They said they haven't opened the bank. In fact, they must open before I get there. Are you catching some revelation? Instead of spending time, Father, every door that is closed, let them be open. Let open door. Open door. This revelation, Old Testament. When Jesus said that in John 151, that he is the ladder to heaven, the heavens are already open. I don't need the man to say the heavens are opened unto me my prayer. He said, now I call forth angels and whatever to come for your prayer, Master. I don't need angels to come and call my prayer. And when you pray, believe that ye have received. You see, these are the words that stimulate your soul. Do you know why you don't think royalty? Because of some of these things. With royalty, things are already done. I just enforce them by prayer. Supplications. So I told you about supplication. Supplication means, look at where mommy is seated. This are everything that is for mommy. Now, when I, I need anything from them, supplication means that I don't go and say, mommy, beautiful mommy. Nice shoes. Nice watch. Wow. You are amazing. Nice hair. Wow. Nice. What do I want? What are you? What are you? Mami di mami. Mami, do you want water? Can I take water for you? Maybe we can share water. And I'm sure she'll be looking at me. Right? But a son who supplicates. That's what my, my son, Joshua, that when I close, you come here. By the time I realized he's, he's holding it. And I'm looking at him. What can I say? Nothing. It belongs to him because it belongs to his father. Yes. You don't treat God like that. You treat God from a distance. Father, if it is possible, can I have this? Father. So you don't have royalty mindset. You don't have royalty mindset. You're a beggar. Once you understand this, Satan is afraid of you. You see, it's a life, it's a higher life. It's a higher life. 
son of a king. That's what Pastor Chris, that's how he thinks. I told you. He went to the UK, he was getting down. He stepped down. He said, the son of the king of Zion, of heaven, is here. Take away the cold. I need warmth. And immediately, the atmosphere changed for him. And he walked. You, are you a child of Zebulon? <laughs> Say, I'm the child of the king. Now, changing your mind with this doesn't come in a day. You must train yourself over, start thinking, meditate on it. I'm the child of the king. Greater is he that is in me. You see, these form of scriptures, the confessions we make here, they, are, they help you to renew your mind and to give you a look. Okay, Hebrews. For this good news that God has prepared this rest has been announced to us just as it was to them. Do you know who I was talking about? Those that we read. The good news was that they were entered into Canaan. Canaan is a type of Christ that flows with milk and honey. So the good news was shared to them. Just as the Bible says that if any man be in. Okay? Yeah. Look at it. But it did them no good because they didn't share the faith of those who listen to God. Who are those? Who are those who listen to God? Caleb. So Hebrews 4 was about Caleb, Joshua, and the rest of the Israelites. So the Bible is saying that those guys, the rest, they didn't enter into God's rest. Three. For only we who believe can enter his rest. So I told you, we receive peace with God by receiving Jesus. We receive peace of God. The, the peace of God. Okay? By what? Prayer, supplication, thanksgiving. Right? Yes, and then we receive the rest of God by believing. So every day you believe, you enter into rest. Every day you believe, you enter into rest. Every day you believe, you enter into rest. Why are you, why are you not resting? Because you are not believing. He just said it here. For only we who believe can enter his rest. As for the others, God said, in my anger, I took an oath. They will never enter my, my place of rest. So when you believe, you have entered into God's place. So believe is the place of God. Call rest. You have entered. Can you see that? Yes, sir. Even though this rest has been ready since he made the world. Now, you won't get it here. Go to King James. I'll, I'll show you. Look at it. For we which have believed do enter his rest. As he said, I have sworn in my wrath if they shall enter into my rest. Now, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. Now, you need to be a good Bible student to understand. He's not talking about foundation, foundation. The word foundation here is the word katabole, which means the fall. Okay, the fall of the world. So he's trying to say that irrespective of the fall of the world, okay, all troubles, the rest of God was completed and the rest of God still stands. So it does not matter which chaos, which trouble, which trial, which situation. The Bible says that the peace of God day, it day for you. Say day for me. See, what I'm trying to say is that if you start entering, in, if trouble starts coming out, you might think the peace of God, you don't have the peace of God now because as I was, 
But I'm telling you that even in the catabole, the catabole is in two ways. The fall of the devil. You know, Satan used to run the world in the angelic age. Genesis chapter 1 verse, verse 1, between 1 and 2. Satan was the one who was running the show. Now, when his reign fell, his reign ended. It's called catabole, the fall. How do I know that? In Ephesians 1 verse 4, according as he has chosen us before the foundation of the world, the same, before the catabole, he chose us. Before the fall. So it's, it's the fall when sin also entered the world and the world became chaotic. Are, are, you, are you with me? Yes, sir. Now, in the midst of chaos, the peace of God still stands. That's what he's trying to say. The peace of God still stands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go back, go back to Hebrews. All right. Now go on. Four. For he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise, and God did rest the seventh day from all his works. Now, so in Genesis chapter 2, verse 2 or so, when the Bible says, and God rested. God is not a man, so he doesn't get tired, so he, he can't rest. What he actually said was that he stopped working. You mean, when God was done creating, he entered into rest. His rest, and he stopped. Now look at it. When you also believe, and you enter into that same place, dwelling place, called the rest of God, you too, you stop working. What does stop working mean? tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayma 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-L Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L. Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International Contact Services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to live from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.